kid. And how's it going? This is Kazu of Large K Podcast, and today we are interviewing Josh of No Better. How's it going? Good. How are you? Yeah. First video interview with you. And not only that, I would say this is Large K Part 2 for both of us. Yeah, so, you totally. Know, last time we talked was like about a year ago, right, February 2017. Mm. And around that time, I remember you released Linger, like, which is like probably one of my favorite No Better songs cool. out there, you know? So I was thinking for this interview, we should catch up from where we left off. Because uh, I, I would say, like, you know, before before you signed to No Sleep, like, like how did you get to that point? Hmm. Um, so the last time we talked, we were about to release the two-song um, tape that we did through Counterintuitive. Yeah. That had um, Let Me Down and Safer Now. And we were touring kind of a lot, and we went to South by then. And I don't know, I think it got to a point where... Um, I wasn't super worried about the record getting picked up or anything like that. I was just kind of like, there are a lot of bands touring and playing music, and we're one of them, and that's okay, and yeah. like we're having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so we were just kind of doing the same thing we've always done, um, and it was just a freak luck thing. Um, a friend posted a screenshot of him listening to our music, yeah. and Chris and Sleep commented, and then I DM'd him. And I didn't think he'd read it or respond, but he did, and we started talking. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then that's that's pretty much it. Like, you yeah. pretty much got in touch with the dude from No Sleep. Mm-hmm. And yeah. How how has it been, like, ever since you guys been, like, signed to them, like, in terms of, like, I don't know, did they help you with the promotion? Or, like, you know, how, how have things changed as a band ever since you signed to No Sleep? Um, they have and they haven't. I mean, No Sleep's been great, and they've done a lot of work posting about us and pushing the record and supporting the record, mm-hmm. and I definitely think their support has helped the record gain some traction that it wouldn't gain if we weren't on that label. True. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, like we're still doing the same things we've always done, and we're still touring in a van and playing shows, sometimes in front of very few people, and, you know, it's... um. It's kind of the same the same thing going on mm-hmm. at its heart. Yeah. Yeah. So promotion-wise, like, you've still been doing the same thing. And even... Because I know that you're, you guys, as a band, are one of those very extensive touring band, too. And this upcoming tour, which, you know, we should definitely talk about, is, you know, you guys are going all over the country. Mm-hmm. Would you say this is the biggest tour that you guys are doing? It's definitely the longest one we've done. Yeah. Um... We've done a lot of, like, West Coast stuff, and we've done some, like, Southwest stuff, and we've gone East a little bit, um, and I don't know, I feel like we've been good at looking like we do a lot of touring, because we do a lot of, we do a great number of short runs, um, but I think now with the first record out, it's time to, you know, start seeing some new places and really pushing things, so. Yeah. Yeah. Any any specific state that you're actually excited to visit this time around? Man, I'm excited to see all of them. Um, I'm really excited to see the East Coast. I think Philadelphia has, like, a great scene for the kind of music we play. True, yeah. Um, Boston, etc. But I don't know, I think about this a lot, and I plan, um, I plan things for certain areas and get excited. And then when we get back, it's always like, Man, the best day was in this random place that, like, I didn't really give that much attention to, you know? Right, yeah. So, 
the most you never know the most unexpected places yeah right? yeah do you do do you end up usually doing the booking for the band too yeah i do all the booking you all the yeah booking. oh well wow. it's, yeah. it's draining <laughs> it must be yeah for for um, a lot of the bands that wants to start booking shows or like want to start playing shows in general like mm -hmm. would you say the best way to get into booking is like networking would you say yeah i think definitely i mean making relationships with bands in your scene or your genre um is helpful because if you don't do that then you're just kind of a random band and there are so many bands mm -hmm. um so yeah i think talking to people and just being genuine and um you know valuing relationships and music is a helpful thing for sure true yeah, yeah. yeah. And especially like with you guys actually release like a, a debut album you have something to promote too so like mm -hmm. yeah sure and this time you guys actually released a vinyl which is yeah. pretty awesome yeah i'm stoked yeah how did you feel about actually releasing your own vinyl because to me one day i'd like to have that happen for myself totally. but for any band that has their own record or like any colored vinyl or something mm -hmm. it's almost as if it's like a trophy mm -hmm. so so um so I, I i thought i thought that was a really big deal for you guys so so congrats on the release that's Thanks, that's really amazing yeah and why did you call it it felt like glass mm, i think we were struggling with a name for a minute um and i started getting into like creative writing mm -hmm. i added it as a major in school and i was taking a poetry class at the time and first i just thought the words sounded really pretty together yeah um like the way the l's and the s's complement each other yeah um and then also I think it's just like, it sounds a little cheesy, but it's a good metaphor for like experience. Um, mm -hmm. I think glass is a thing that in our day to day is normally very put together and stable and useful. Um, and it sometimes breaks. And uh, I think you can hurt yourself when you're like touching those broken pieces. Yeah. Um, and I want to say like, oh, you sweep it up and throw it away or something like that. But that might be getting too extensive. I just think yeah. the essence of glass um, kind of describes a lot of what we were doing with the record. Also, I feel like glass, it reflects too. So True. Like, yeah. It reflects it's a very reflective record as well. Yeah. I see. Did you end up doing a lot of songwriting um, at the studio or was, were a lot of these songs written beforehand? Like A lot of the songs were written beforehand. Um, but we, we did drums at a studio in Irvine, and we did some guitars there as well at mm -hmm. Sonic Wire and bass. And then we rented a studio in Fullerton, mm -hmm. um, and we were going to tackle vocals, but I got sick. And we, we did some takes, and they sounded okay, but I knew it wasn't as good as it could be. True. So I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea, but we'd already paid for the studio. Mm -hmm. So we had three days to just kind of fuck around yeah um which kind of drove me crazy because i was like wow are we changing things just because we have this time to like yeah or are these like objectively <laughs> the better decisions true but i listened back to some of the choices we made then and i'm happy about them yeah yeah so we did a lot of writing or just like editing i guess during those three days okay yeah can i tell you my favorite song yeah please do uh my favorite was i would say it's what i really need mm. yeah that's cool that's cool to hear um we wrote that song in the studio okay during that three day span actually yeah. Now the problem is, why is it so short? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably because we wrote it <laughs> during uh, that three-day span. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I like I like the flow of the track a lot, and cool. also, 
the I would say like the banger on this record. I mean, a lot of the songs are already, but the the I'm trying to think. Yeah, my love always says. Mm. Always my love says always. Yeah. 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 That, that was a pretty huge one for you guys too. Right? I think so. Yeah, it's it's doing really well on Spotify and stuff. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I guess it really speaks to people. Mm. But when it comes to playing these records live, um, do you feel like it? it transcends from like the recording or do you guys play it differently at all or hmm yeah I feel like that always happens kind of inevitably um and I have mixed feelings about that part of me is like oh there's a great degree of like professionalism in just like learning the songs the way they're played on the record and playing it that way right um and I feel like I don't know I guess there's some like real band badge that you get when you um when you play the songs that way. Yeah. But also I think things just inevitably change and um, you know, you kind of learn how songs feel when you're playing them to a room of people. Yeah. And um, I think sometimes you adjust accordingly to the feel. True. Yeah. Yeah. Because I even, I even noticed even on this album too that there are a lot of, I mean, not only your, vo- your vocal, but a lot of backing vocals involved mm-hmm. too. So yeah. Yeah. That must have been like a pretty experimental decision for you guys too, right? Yeah. I think, I think we just, um, wrote slowly you know and um knew we had time so we tried everything okay and if it sounded good it stayed okay yeah gotcha yeah because even besides like the whole extensive touring and such you guys also had a chance to play a work tour too yeah which was really awesome but yeah. how, how did that go it went well um we played the vegas state and um we played first which ended up being good because the stage that we played was right by where they were letting people in the gates. So everyone who was coming in was like exposed to our band. So oh, wow. a lot of a lot of people stopped. Oh wow, you know, okay. so that was nice. We actually we visited the stage later in the day at like five and there were way less people. Really? So at first we were like, damn, like we're playing first, but it ended up being like a nice thing. Okay. Yeah. The best decision right there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people buy merch. Yeah. That's okay. good. That's good. Yeah. Made money. That's, that's always awesome. That's why I'm here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, making profit off of the bands. Um, but the uh, do you how do you feel about this Warped Tour being like the last one? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, did you see the Anthony Fantano video where he was talking about it? Mm, I don't think I saw that one. Okay, yet. he was talking about the end of Warped Tour and like, you know, um, the run that they had and all of those things. Um, and he said some nice things about them. And he made a point that, like, like rock music and, like, punk music and, like, pop punk music yeah. is just, like, not the counterculture of our youth anymore. Yeah. Um, and that really depressed me, right? Because it's, it's kind of true. I mean, I feel like even in the early 2000s, like, bands, like, bands that I don't love, but, like, you know, they're, like solid rock pop bands or whatever like yellow card and fallout boy and like bands like that like yeah. their shirts were in malls and like your typical high school student like um knew those songs or like would go to those concerts or like watch those bands music videos and that's just like um not how it is anymore true yeah. um it's all like trap music yeah <laughs> trap music is somehow like the new um which kind of makes sense it's like the new age of like punk in a sense because mm-hmm. people are able to 
I mean, people are able to record straight on their smartphone and upload it on their SoundCloud whenever mm-hmm. they want to, mm-hmm. and that's it. And I think the whole idea of punk came from the fact that, oh, wow, we're all able to do it, therefore mm-hmm. DIY, right? Sure. So, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess I guess it's pretty sad, but, like, I don't know. Do you feel like, e- like emo or punk is kind of a dying genre, or do you feel like it's still kind of reviving or growing strong by itself? I don't know. I don't want to... It's definitely not dying. Like, I think there are always going to be kids who pick up guitars and start bands, right? True, um, yeah. And I think there are always going to be kids who see bands and are just like, this is fucking cool, and start bands. Um, there's still a lot of bands playing right now, too. True. I just think as far as, like, um, mainstream, like, um, support goes, or... Yeah, mainstream success goes. Um, you know, guitar music is like having a harder time. It is, yeah. Um, and I think Warp Tour um, kind of epitomized like mainstream um, success for like our our like breed of counterculture. That's true. And um, it makes sense that it was struggling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause even, yeah. Yeah. But even though like. It may not be like the guitar music may not be like the mainstream forte nowadays. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like with with word of mouth and with the power of internet, we we see that like these bands that we love are like still growing and like getting totally. bigger. Yeah. Even when I see uh, bands like Joyce Manor, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. this time they're because they're coming out with a new record and this time they're headlining the Palladium, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. That to is me. a big deal. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, or even seeing, or even just watching bands. That were that were so influential, reuniting. Like, did you see Jawbreakers reunion tour? Mm-hmm. How did that go? It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I went to two of the three nights in LA. Oh, wow, you went to yeah. two nights. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the set was perfect. Um, they sounded really, really good. I was a little nervous because they're a three-piece band, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't know how that would translate because there were there were other things going on on the record, and the records obviously sounded really good and big and full but true, true. they sounded really good and big and full when I saw them <laughs> so yeah yeah did they have openers when you saw them uh Waxahachie both oh, nights oh Waxahachie then. yeah it was cool um and then Katie played Ake with the band mm-hmm. and it was like kind of a slowed down version and she was singing with Blake okay. so that was cool yeah. yeah so I don't know I feel I feel like seeing those shows being sold out so true quickly, that, yeah that gives me some hopes true yeah, yeah I don't want to I don't want to like sound like I have a really pessimistic view about like rock music or guitar music I just think I think things have changed and I think it's always going to exist but it's going to exist differently at all times which is just natural yeah yeah and in your opinion of you know playing playing places like Warped Tour which is already a pretty big uh, stage in the first place or, or place of exposure would you was it was it a was playing at a festival a really good experience for you guys as a band it was a cool experience um it was, I know it's the last one, and we just kind of talked about how, like, it wasn't getting support, and that's why it's, like, not doing so hot, etc. But, I mean, being there and, like, seeing all of the money that goes into something like that, and seeing, um, I don't know, just being there before we played and seeing, like, the setup crew and seeing, um, I don't know, all these, like, bureaucratic like hierarchies kind of yeah yeah. it was just like wow this is a business and there's money here and like that's just never been the experience (laughs) with our band you know like we just opened a band bank account the other day um so it's crazy that that's like a reality for some bands it's not like something i'm jealous of it's just something i think 
I forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's, yeah. It started off as fun, but then, like, all of a sudden, you know, seeing that as, like, a business might be, like, a... I don't know, like, the, do you feel pressure, like, from, from the business side of the band at all, or no? No. I mean, I just don't want to, like, lose too much money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, true, true. Yeah. But uh, I think I accepted a long time ago that I'll always expect to pay money to play music and create art, yeah. and I'll never expect to get paid money to do it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. The You played a chain reaction before? Mm-hmm. Did you pay money? I have, yeah. Okay. For sure, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pay, pay to play, um, it must be, uh, I mean, usually that's how it is, right? It's like you got to sell a certain amount of tickets to mm-hmm. a show, and, like, mm-hmm. or bring enough people to, like, actually, yeah. so that people would actually buy tickets right. at a bar or stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. 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 Which is usually the case but I mean being paid as a band um, especially at work tour and things like that does it give you guys like it, it definitely gives you more encouragement right to just even keep going or well we didn't get paid at work tour oh really no um, I mean we played like the baby stage and it's just kind of the thing where like you're lucky to play we just sold merch mm-hmm. um, but I don't know I don't think I've ever let any of those things get to my head um, like we had a really good night of like merch sales on our record release shows um and i was like wow this is crazy like we've never sold this much stuff but it didn't really make me think like this is how it's gonna be now like the record's out it's just kind of like i don't know things happen and like um some people i can support our band and like that's awesome and like um I wouldn't be opposed if a lot of people wanted to like and support our band. True, yeah. But I don't expect it to happen, and I kind of expect that things will always be more or less at the level they are now, and mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, that's true. Oh, so I wanted to talk about, like, because I know, I know you, you're not only in a band, but you're also, you also work on a side, too. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, I'm pretty sure, like, everybody in your sure. band does. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of, like, especially, yeah, so that's what I was thinking is that, because especially with you know, some somebody like you or and everybody else in the band that tours so much mm-hmm. or especially goes out of state, mm-hmm. how do you balance the 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 music life with the with the work life? Because I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. when it when it comes to that then you might have to quit your part time pretty mm-hmm. often or what's the reality behind it? Um man, I think it's different for everyone, but we've been blessed respectively with good situations. Um yeah, and uh, we have, like, understanding and supportive, I guess, superiors at work, right? Yeah. Who um, think it's cool that we play in a band, and who, I think, kind of take it seriously, and they don't think it's, like, a, a vacation thing. They're like, oh, they play in this, like, real-life band that tours, and it's kind of, like, their other job that they do sometimes. True, yeah. So, yeah, we've been really lucky in that department. Um that's really cool. So, so your supervisor understands that. Wow, this 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 thing is fucking legit. I think right? so, okay. to some extent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In terms of like the business side of the band, especially with selling merch and you know seeing somehow like some kind of like money flowing in, is it is that mostly like go towards like the band's fun to like record? Or I know everybody's different. I, mm-hmm. That might seem like a private information, but like I don't know like how it works for like everybody in a sense. Sure. So, like, yeah. Kind of uh, no. Your thought of Definitely that. not that much money coming in, but you know, I think um, for the most part, it's just used to keep doing things. Yeah. So if there ever is excess money, it's like 
put away because we're going to need it for this or this or this in the future. Right. Yeah. Like, I'll imagine if it's, like, if you have a stop at somewhere during a tour, mm. and if there's a certain amount that comes in, then it's like, all right, let's put it in for gas or, like, our next stop. Or right, yeah, like yeah. That, which I feel like is probably, like, a more legitimate. Like, right, I think kind of. I think self-sustaining is all we've wanted to do, and that's enough. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also, about the record, can you grab one of the vinyl? Yeah. Wanna, let's, let's show off to people what it looks like. Yeah, so I was looking at this. See, this is tight. It's actually it's an actual no better record. Hey, and, and um, did you did you guys end up releasing? You guys also released a color record for this too, right? Yeah. Or so like, I think they're all the baby blue. They're all baby yeah. blue. Okay. And are they all limited pressing or? So yeah, there's 500 total pressed. Wow, that's yeah. very rare. Yeah. Very rare. Very very rare. You guys got all these. How did you How do you guys decide on the uh, the photos and like what what's on what's on the cover? So we were struggling through it for a while. Um, our friend William has done, I think, almost all of our artwork. And we were trying to get a photograph because this felt like a huge step for us. And we've kind of had like a very similar, um, like, I don't want to say cartoony because that, that makes it sound silly. But this, like, I don't know. I mean, everything's just been, like, hand-drawn. Yeah. And that's kind of been the aesthetic to this point. Yeah. And we're like, it's time for a photograph. photograph <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we imagined this big, blown-up photograph. And we had various ideas. Um, and they all just ended up being, like, either cheesy or, like, not working out or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think William was really stressing about it because he wanted to help out. True. And we kept trying different things on different days, and it was just kind of like... We both knew we didn't have it yet. Yeah. So I think he started messing around one night, yeah. and he formed this pattern. Yeah. And then it was most of these pictures, actually. Yeah. And from that point, it was just kind of like we swapped out maybe one or two of them. Okay. And that was that, yeah. It worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is like, it, it almost feels like, because I, I know I'm not involved in this record whatsoever, but it feels very nostalgic for some reason. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, um, I mean, it's us, and it's photographs from, you know, uh, mostly from various years uh-huh. throughout playing in the band, right? Yeah. Um, this is from our first tour. Yeah. This is from when we were recording our first EP in San Francisco. Okay. This was taken in our first van. Yeah. Uh, this was on Manny and I's first run with a different band. Mm. Um, this was taken in our most recent run, recording in San Francisco, a recent tour, and then this is Anthony and Danny when they were, like, kids. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it is, it is nostalgic. Yeah, because it's like... I guess like accumulation of those years and how it like how this turned into that like right like, result, totally result yeah also I think we wanted something that seemed a little serious but yeah didn't didn't present itself as taking itself like too seriously true you know um and I think a lot of bands do like the Polaroid photo or whatever but this kind of collage felt like novel true yeah true true this is tight. I mean, Thanks, dude. 500 pressing, and you could you could cop this up. No sleeps, Bandcamp and stuff, or like yeah, uh, no sleep online. Um, and then this tour we're about to go on, and all of our shows and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. No, this is this is really really cool. Thanks, well, dude. Yeah. What's your what's your favorite song to play uh, live? Ooh, that's tough. We still haven't. Um, we still gotta learn some of them. <laughs> but I really like to play still. Mm-hmm. Um. I really like to play Seconds Race just because that, that opening like country sounding riff is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'd say those are the top two for me right now. Sick. Yeah. 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 Well, I hope I hope the tour goes well and everything, and also like, the fact that like you you actually have a vinyl and stuff. The when you created a test pressing and when you first listened to it, I mean, wasn't wasn't that like such a big accomplishment for you guys? It felt really good. Um, I went over to Manny's with um, like two records two beers and I don't smoke <laughs> cigars but I just put a cigar in my mouth to be funny and I knocked on his door it was a good moment yeah yeah that's really cool is there um is there anything uh, that you and the band personally want to accomplish by the end of the year by chance or ah man I don't know there are definitely things that like I'd like to happen but I think what I've said a couple times throughout this is just like the mentality that I always try to keep the whole um Things are probably going to stay the same, and that's okay, because mm-hmm. we really like doing this, and, like, we're kind of doing it without expectation. True. And, like, you know, um, I think if we work hard, like, cool things are bound to happen, but um, I don't I don't know if, like, it's really even worth setting goals, because I think that sets yourself up to just get a little bummed out, right? right yeah. or, um, or also, it just kind of creates this expectation where you're, like, people should care more about this or something like that you know yeah, yeah, of course, um, yeah. but definitely getting some like support tours or support shows and like playing um some like big venues with good sound like that would be a cool experience yeah and i think that's something we all want to happen yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i guess like putting putting expectation i guess the the thing is you guys just keep doing what you're doing yeah and, you know, and you'll you guys will eventually like, get to that point because i mean i already see that I feel like even like since the last time we talked, there's already like so much has happened, and it's not it's not anything where you expected like oh, I'm I'm planning on releasing a record like on yeah. vinyl, you know, being right. no sleep. It's like you know, it's not it's not something that we even talked about. You know, yeah. So, you know. Well, I mean, to be totally honest, I think there was a long time where I was like, we're a good band, mm-hmm. and like we we tour, and like we should be picked up, right? Um, and there was, like, a period of time where that frustrated me. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, because I think it was, like, maybe a year before, the, like, we got picked up. Yeah. Where I, I started realizing, like, we were touring more, and I was like, wow, there are a lot of really good touring unsigned bands. Yeah. And that's fine, and that's enough, and we're all kind of doing the same thing, and, like... True. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I think subscribing to that ideal and just taking the good things as they come is, yeah. uh, is the way to do it. True. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I agree with you on that. I I definitely think like because I'll I'll randomly discover some emo bands that, like that are signed and and then I I realize they're all the way on the East Coast and they ne- they haven't even come to West Coast mm-hmm. yet and I'm like mm-hmm. oh dude like I wanna I wanna see you guys but right. eventually like those bands will come along because I feel like because of the age of the internet like we have like so, such a big audience now True. that that eventually like if people are listening you're gonna get to like places that you never thought you would yeah. Be, so. Yeah, for sure. Maybe next goal for you would be like go out of the country, play some shows there. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Play with Jawbreaker. I don't know. <laughs> Blake, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that should, that should happen. Uh, I think I pretty much asked everything that I wanted to ask. But okay. I was I was thinking about doing this segment. It's called. This is something that I created new, like okay. ever since I cool did the podcast. But it's called this, this, that, that. Where I'll be like shooting you with some short. Some random questions. Okay. And you can just answer it. Okay. So there's you know, however way you want. We'll start off with something simple. Let's like, do it. Cats or dogs? Oof. I'm going to say dogs. I'm, I'm semi-allergic to cats. Oh, I'll, I'll still pet a cat, though. Yeah. But because of that, I'm going to say dogs. 
Yeah, I'm actually allergic to cats too. But really? Yeah. But I, I like them. I don't think their existence is a nuisance or anything like that. I appreciate them and love them. It's just I can't touch them or anything. Okay, yeah. fair, fair. I'll I'll mm. pet them, but I'll probably wash my hands afterwards. That's, <laughs> gotcha. That's how far I'll go. Uh, how, favorite kombucha flavor? Favorite kombucha? I usually I usually go with the ginger. Okay. Isn't that like the the original? Actually, there is a flavor called original. Is there? Yeah, there okay. Is, yeah. Well, the ginger. <laughs> yeah, the original tastes like the that, but without the ginger. Okay. Yeah, like if you know what kombucha tastes like, it's like wow, this is flat out straight kombucha. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I yesterday I tried cayenne. Yeah, that was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah, like it. It was good. It was really good. It's just really spicy. Mm. And as you're and drinking, it's kombucha. It's kombucha. Yeah. Mm. It's like a combination of ginger but then like a lot of cayenne pepper gotcha yeah damn so you drink you drink it and you feel like wow this is good but why why am i doing this to myself fair yeah yeah i feel that way with a lot of things that I drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah also ginger berry too that's a really good one mm-hmm. yeah i let's see oh this one is something to do with traveling but like okay. if, you, if you could visit any place in the world where would you want to go hmm man I think this ties into the whole band thing. Maybe this is just laziness, though. Uh, I don't really, like, do a lot of research as far as that stuff goes. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like expectation usually bums me out. Yeah. um, Because it's hard to meet. True. So I feel like when you have this expectation of, like, a place or something that's coming up, usually you get there and you're just kind of like, wow, I've thought about this a lot. Mm -hmm. And you get a little let down. Mm -hmm. But I think I would like to go... I don't know. I mean, I've, I think I've mainly thought about American cities because I've known that was, like, you know, the most immediate immediate thing that would happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see Brooklyn this summer. I'm really excited to see Boston and yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. Just those, like, kind of older East Coast cities with a lot of history. True, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, where are you guys probably playing in Brooklyn? In Brooklyn, we're playing at Gold Sounds. Is it a, is that, like, a DIY venue, too? Or is it uh, like it's, a, like, a punk bar. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay. Yeah, it'll be fun. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Sort of like the new CBGBs or something. Mm-hmm. Like something like that. <laughs> something yeah. like that, yeah. Next one is uh, the Get Up Kids or Texas is the Reason. Hardest one so far. <laughs> That's really tough. Yeah. They signed a Polybiome too recently. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I think, I think um, I really love Texas, but I have to go with the Get Up Kids just because there's more stuff to listen to. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're equally great bands, but the Get Up Kids are more prolific. So True, yeah. Would you consider something to write home about as like one of your favorite records? Or? It's pretty staple, yeah. Um, I think also it's one of those records where it's like, it is a poppy emo record, mm-hmm. but um, there's like a lot of depth and um, a lot of depth and love in those songs. True, yeah. yeah. I was reading through some like the reviews from like back in those days, and I was looking at a Pitchfork review, the something to write home. Oh, about. they tore it apart. They tore it apart. Yeah, yeah I was like, I I read that. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was kind of mad, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool though. Uh, you say you saw Texas too, right? Like, I did see Texas. Um, man, two two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago. Yeah, I don't know the John Bunch Memorial Show. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a ton of older, like, 
emo and hardcore bands, um, and I saw Texas and Knapsack that day. Okay. So that was really cool. It, was that like a one-time thing for them? Because I know they don't tour. So I think, yeah, that was a one-time thing for them. Um, I know Texas played those like Rev like twenty-five year anniversary shows. True. Um, when we were both pretty young. Yeah. But I think it's the only time they played some thin. We played with um, Garrett from Texas. Oh really? Um, okay. In Fullerton, and that was really cool. Cool. We like we all like hung out and talked with them and stuff. So oh, that's really that was awesome. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Good experience. Totally. This is kind of an ongoing one. Um, yeah. How do you feel about three eleven? Three eleven. I mean, from what I know, like I I don't think I'd care about that band, but I don't know anything about that band really, <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't answer. It's okay. Yeah, I was actually. I, I don't think I'd like them. <laughs> <laughs> They're. They're one of the most really interesting bands. I was actually looking them, look, doing some research on them, just some randomly, like, I don't know. And their first show, they opened for Fugazi. What the hell? Yeah. Man, out of all the bands that, like, would have loved <laughs> to have played with Fugazi, yeah. they probably deserved to play with Fugazi. Exactly, yeah. Happened to be 311. Wow. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, here's, the last, here's the last question. Maybe it correlates with your city that you represent. But, okay. Uh, what's your favorite thing to do in Redlands? Hmm, that's another really hard question. I love Redlands. I think everyone should move to Redlands. We have great coffee. I love walking to the Olive Market down the street every morning. Yeah. Drinking a cold brew. Hmm. There's a there's a spot like a mile and a half down that I've been going to since I was fifteen. Yeah. Um, and it's at the corner of the hospital, and it's on this kind of lifted hill. Yeah. And it overlooks like some city lights. Um, and there's a mountain in the distance that the sun sets over, and then to the left there's some like orange groves, and then a train track right there. Yeah. And it's just like, it's kind of unreal. And I've been going there for a very long time, and yeah. I still just like to go there and hang out with okay. friends or by myself. Okay. Yeah. So that's the place. Huh? That's the place. Cool. Well, yeah. I gotta say that's pretty much it for like cool. the, the show. But uh, once again, thanks for doing this. Of and you. Good luck on a record. Good luck on a tour. Thank you. And before we end, why don't you choose a song off of this thing? Is there anything that you want us to play? Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah. Let's do uh, let's do Jets. I feel like that's a a deep cut. It's not a single, but it's one of my favorites. Deep cut. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll go with that then. Cool. Thanks a lot, dude. Cool. Thanks, yeah. man. Mm -hmm. All right. That's we got it.